Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, yo, let's have it. Fucking, I mean, oh shit, I'm all allowed to say fucking. Damn it, fuck. All right, so this is fucking Footy Prime, the podcast. Like, coming to you straight from the garage. I love fucking garage. Let's have it. We've we got James Sharman up in here. We've got Mr. Craig Forrest. And then we've got Mr. Danny Dickio, DJ Man. My, my, my dad whoop, 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 whoop. the clubs, mate. You were like on fire. It was, re- it re- was rewind. Just like, believe. And then we've got Dan Wong, who's the new, real DJ for the show. And then we've got this weird wanker on the mic named Mr. JC. So let's get his fucking party started. Was that all right? Can I get some money now? No. i got to support me missus. No, you can't. All right, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> 20 Benson's and energies you can get. We're like a walking stereotype in there, aren't we? We talk about football and have English it, accents. Was that a, uh, a Millwall fan? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Were you booing no, Millwall? He, and, uh, he's definitely not How about Millwall. your old club? He didn't say, he didn't your... wait, he didn't say the word C. That's true. That's right. Oh, you didn't drop the C bomb. Yeah, how about your old club? C word. Fucking What about them? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, what about Millwall, Deech? Why are you guys Who always we... picking on Millwall? Well, because they're idiots. Yeah, I'm not picking on Some of them, a select number of their fans who boo players taking a knee. Nothing surprises me at that club. It really no, doesn't. Me neither. That said, did you see, so, so Craig went on our little WhatsApp group, you know, Bashing you, Deech, because you play for Millwall, so therefore you're, yeah, you're, thanks you're for as that. bad thanks as they that. are. But then the next day, Colchester United had the same problem at their game. Oh, that's Millwall overspill. Oh, is it? <laughs> Craig, Craig's in the wall of fame there, I'm, right? not, I'm not far wrong, I think. No. Mm. Colchester's it's, normally West Ham. Essex it, yeah, there is, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Listen, as you know by now, <laughs> you get... Idiots all around the world, but specifically in England, you get a lot of idiots who try to go to football games and think they're football fans, and they let a large portion of fans down, whether it be at their clubs, local clubs, and mm. Millwall, West Ham, uh, have been renowned for having a minority that let their clubs down, but there is a lot of good that, that Mill and West Ham have been doing in the last 10 years or so to eradicate the nonsense that we saw Midweek, yeah, yeah. We will say though it's the minority. Do we know that? Well, I got to be honest. There, there's a certain group, and it might be larger than we. I think it's larger than we think. Um, 
they're proud of that. Like they're actually, they'll be looking at social media and seeing, it and they'll actually be proud of the fact. You, over the video, I seen a kid with her mom, and he was doing a chant, swearing, racial slurs. It's really sad. It's actually a reflection on society more than that. It's why you got to stamp down the people. If you're the government, with any means possible, crush their souls and their spirit. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, and if you don't, COVID. this is what happens. COVID. This kind of, you know, COVID behavior by the. Is this Bill Gates' uh, whole yeah. play? Yeah, that's right. The pill. To cleanse the human yeah, race. Get the pill. Yep. Everyone gets tracked. We're all, we You've are. read 1984, right? Dude, this is Brave New World. Yeah. John this, Savage. Sure, I've read that one. Come on. I haven't read Brave New World. Uh, Brave New World was Marshall McLuhan, wasn't it? No, it was uh, Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley? Yeah. Really? Did you used to work but, in a library there. But Marshall McLuhan. <laughs> read books, hey, man. AD just called books. <laughs> but What's look, that? Thing with, uh, Have you ever had like a, so- a softback? Do you know, even know what a so- <laughs> Do you know what a hardback? But a couple of softbacks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> It's like a, it's like a copy of Naps magazine, but without the pictures, and it's like way longer, and you can't read it on the train. So, yeah, JC, exactly. JC and Matt from uh, Dine and Dash podcast uh, admitted to me this week that they've never finished a book ever, either of them. Really? Finished a book? Never a not a single book. I started books. Yeah, Get but you never the microphone. You're on podcast. I'm sorry, I never read a book. I don't know how to you do things. No, it was. I'm surprised by this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with well, these other idiots saying that. But I'm, the, you? I'm the son of an English teacher who is the most and well-read. Son of an English teacher, right? Uh, That's Patty Cole. What up? I, but she has read every book, and she's like, every book, <laughs> every, every book. All There's the not books. a book that's been written. That she's every read. book. Uh, but I've I've never read a book cover to cover. Why? Do you just lose interest? Yes. I've also in the last probably ten years, I've never watched a movie front to back. Oh, you got, just a, lose you got attention deficit. So much so that they gave me like seven grand a year in university. And I went to university. That's I didn't even graduate frightening. Well, no shit. Yeah. They gave you seven grand because you were stupid? Yeah, because I was stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. Seven grand. Sorry. I mean, eight, 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 special I, grant, special I have grant. attention deficit. Order they gave you seven grand? <laughs> I got a couple seven. of fucking wax on the back of the head with a ruler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they give you money here for that. being stupid. I'm amazed by this, though. I mean, this is more amazing than Michael Owen once said that he doesn't like watching movies and hasn't watched a movie in, in many years. That blew my mind. But this no, that doesn't surprise me. Michael Owen? Yeah. Right. Have you listened to him and watched him on... He's come a long way, I think. He's improved. Don't you think? At first, he was so gray and so boring, but he's a bit more opinionated now. Oh, yeah, I like mm. him. I think he does a good job now. Mm. Steve hates him because he comes in the same kind of era. And Plus, Owen he scored all the five money. goals against us at West Brom once. Just that... <laughs> Little fucker. <laughs> See? Back to this book. There's, all, there's always a reason. I'm going to find a book that you'll read. There's some good books out there. Oh, I, ha- I have a ton of books, and I always intend on reading them, and I start, but then I just lose interest. But I think maybe it goes back to, like, I knew that when I was growing up, eventually I'd get paid to read. Like, I'd get paid on this podcast mm-hmm. to read the openings that I write way ahead of time, you know. But not, not like five minutes before the show outside while having a smoke. I was like 20 seconds, actually. And then I ditched it and went with what Ditch said. So Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> but that was... We should mention, by the way, the Dine and Dash podcast is not just a podcast. It's now actually a legitimate radio show. That's right. On Saga 960. Saga 960. Where what? In uh, Mississauga, whoop, whoop. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, you can find the podcast 
on Saga uh, Where's this fly come from? That's right. CA. It's and it's a food-oriented it food podcast. But much like our podcast here, you will use that as the vehicle to go mm-hmm. in a variety of areas and directions. Yeah. You and your Matt, Matty P? Matt Dean Pettit. Matty, Matty D, MDP. MDP. Matt DP. Whoa. So it's one yeah. of those podcasts. It's, it's, it, well, it could be. <laughs> but then Mr. Dan Wong is – I don't think there's any podcast that Dan doesn't produce. No, he doesn't move. Yeah. Like he does literally more. every podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He goes from garage to garage. The basketball yeah. guides. They just got uh, huge. Andy Routens and Javon Shepard are now, you know, the CEBL Canadian Elite Basketball League. Now they're the general manager and assistant general manager in Ottawa, and they're the basketball podcast. Jim <laughs> Rats and Joints. So how come everyone's doing well under your umbrella apart from us? Because you guys don't listen to me. <laughs> you know what? We're the groundbreakers for you. You are. You are. What yeah. are you talking about? We're doing great. We got sponsorships. That's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> no, we, are, we are the we are the Bournemouth icebreaker. Yeah, we come like, in, come in cheap. Hey, you've got a place to show up on Thursday night. This is therapy. How much is therapy? For you? I love it. What do you mean for you guys? How much does therapy cost? How much is the set? Ask. Government paid. All right. <laughs> we are just, the. the if, you, if you want to get a psychologist, what? Well, go ahead. Sorry, huh? I wasn't listening. A psychiatrist is paid for under your benefits. Well. If you have benefits, yeah. Really? But must you prove that you're loopy? But if you go to a psychologist, you pay, pay yourself. Yeah. They mm. make more money as well. Really? Psychology. So if you're at school for, uh, I don't know, neuroscience, go the psychology route as opposed to the psychiatrist route? No. Then, a no, no. What? Yeah, exactly. And then what? And then one. Oh, right. It, yeah. Right. And then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A psychiatrist is a doctor. Yes. Yes. Medical yeah. degree. But a psychologist is too, isn't it? And they it? make more money. No. Uh, uh, no, they're not. They're not a psychologist. They, they, can't, they can't prescribe drugs, for a instance. A doctor of psychology sounds like a, something that would be something. This conversation has gone way ahead of me and JC over there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're looking at each other again. There's what? too many long words these guys are using. Say what? Spell psychology. S I. Yeah. guy. I know a guy that reads 100 books a year. Like how big are the books? That's the question. Oh, he's, he's a smart like guy. Four pages. <laughs> smart guy. So what constitutes a book? That's a good question. Like, well, well, I'm sure somebody that reads. Read, how many pages? Reads like, hundred. It's like I'm holding a piece of paper for all you in podcast land. Is it has writing on it? Mm-hmm. Could no, this I'm be sure a there's book? a. I wonder if there's an actual definition of like how many pages before it's, it goes from a magazine to a book or a pamphlet. Well, or that'd be a, just exactly, a single that'd, sheet. That'd be a pamphlet. Would yeah, a single sheet, maybe two. Yeah. Have you read a pamphlet before? Uh, many. When I was a kid, we used to so my mom and I would go on vacation and I would get every single pamphlet at the uh the motel in Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, would you read them cover to cover? I would. I'd read them cover to cover and I'd put them on my wall and be like, one day I'm gonna go up the other side of the falls. Oh, I thought you were gonna say and then I three years read ago, the other half of the pamphlet. <laughs> I'd lose interest though a lot of times. Much like our listeners are right now. <laughs> Millwall. Millwall, yeah, yeah. What a bunch of assholes. No one likes us. No one likes <laughs> us. We don't care. We don't care. We are Millwall. That's what they are. Yeah. They are one of the most well known clubs in the world, just for that reason, though. Yeah. Even people that don't understand football well, or no football, recently. they know Millwall in many cases. Well, it's that that was their famous song, and their other song was, You're going on in a fucking ambulance. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, I thought Good that was very nice. Remember that guy? My uh, remember the, the game? The, remember the <laughs> yeah. terror attack in it's London a, a, a couple of years ago? Now the guy with the machetes. Yeah, and he went into that cafe, and there's a Millwall guy there. 
who, right. who said, fuck you, I'm Millwall. That's right. And went at the guy with the machetes. And actually, I think, he, he took the guy down yes, in he the did. end. He, he got his did. hands cut up like hell, but yeah. he attacked this guy with machetes. Yeah. And with that would fists. be, there is a, there, that would be, that's a, that's a, when I saw that, I remember that. That's amazing. You guys, people listening, look this up. This guy, Millwall fan, goes at the guy, and it would be a Millwall fan. Of course he would. <laughs> And the thing is, people say, oh, so, he, so courageous. His hand, like, his hand was all, like, he's in the hospital. He's gnarly. Like, he's just, like, he's miss, missing fingers and, and everything else. Because the guy's taking an, a machete to his hand. But it, they're saying how courageous. Like, it's not courage, right? That's just insanity. And Millwall fans aren't brave or courageous. They're just mad. Well, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of everything. I tell you what, in the World Wars, those guys are, you know where they well, were. You want them. You want them, that's for sure. That's where they were. They were Any coming excuse. out of the So trenches. what actually, tell me the details, because I haven't read up on what actually happened at Millwall's game last week. Can you can you tell us? Black Lives Matter took a knee, and they're let the fans in for the first before. time. So both teams, both teams nilled. Yeah. It's the first and time since uh, the fans are back in the game for the and first time. And they booed, since. but it wasn't like a, uh, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was a boo, get up. It was like every 2,000, all 2,000 fans, I think. Because they, I know at QPR, they played QPR midweek, and I think they were doing a joint thing before the game. And actually, Les Ferdinand, a former teammate of mine, and also Craig played against him many a time, has actually said that QPR are not going to take the, the knee anymore. They're not going to take the knee because he feels this lost relevance to what it's meant mm-hmm, to be bringing. Mm-hmm. And I actually agree with that as well. And you we spoke to Jason it? Roberts about this as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm fully against fans booing against Teams taking a knee, just like we saw probably the first ever guy do it, which was Colin Kaepernick for the Niners. Mm-hmm. Ended up losing his job over it, uh, falling out with many, yeah, many an owner, can't get a, a role back in a team. But I'm fully against that. But I can understand from a black person, Les Ferdinand, also saying our club are not going to be doing this anymore because we feel that it's lost it's relevance of what we're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when clubs are now yeah. doing it because they're expected to, yes. not because of what it actually symbolizes. And after a while, it's going to lose that. That's natural, unfortunately. Well, I also think that there's a, a lot of misinformation about what it actually means. <clears throat> and I think that's a problem, and that's not going away. And then fast forward through the Champions League this week. And just when you think you know, you're making these inroads and, and you know evolving... Something happens between Istanbul, uh, Bekashir, and PSG, where the fourth official uh, spoke to Pierre Weibo, the Istanbul assistant coach, and used a derogatory term um, about him being a black guy, essentially. And both teams left the field, which was amazing. Mm. But the fact that this even happened to begin with, I mean... uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just when you think we, you know, we're getting past this stuff, or yeah. do you think we're getting past? This I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, Craig, you would have read up on stuff as well, and I, I read something from John Barnes, the ex-Liverpool player, yesterday, and he came out with a, a really good statement, and I have to agree with him in sense because the fourth official was trying to explain to the referee who's Romanian what person was shouting or or insulting him. This is what I've been. Re- this is what John Barnes has wrote, by the way. He was a black man, former great for Liverpool, and he said that the fourth official was speaking to the referee to explain that it was the black man over there on, on the bench. Yeah, who in was Romanian, in Romanian, the black guy in Romanian, black is negro, just like in Italian is negro. Okay, and I think in Spanish is is very similar as well. Mm-hmm. So. 
he said not only that, but if the full bench was full of black coaches and there was one white coach and he was speaking to the referee again and, and he asked him what coach was it and he said it's the white man over there is that also deemed as a racial slur so it got me thinking I think playing devil advocate here do we really know first of all the full mm. comments that have gone on if it's true that he's called him the black coach not using the n-word which I hate anyone yeah. using but he's called him the black coach in his Romanian tongue mm. to his official because they're all Romanians that uh, when we know when the Champions League European games, it's a full international crew that go, whether they're from Holland, Germany, Romania, Hungary. So they're only using their native tongue to explain what is going on. Yeah. Do we know who heard it? And was it one player that heard him say this and they well, communicated no, I, to I, the I rest? Think there was, uh, what was initially, uh, well, who was the player that had a real... Well, Demba Bar had a right go, but yes. Weibo is the coach for Istanbul. Istanbul. That's right. And Demba Bar heard when he came out and was facing was exactly like he was saying to him, if you're identifying a white guy, you wouldn't say it's the white guy, right? Now, I was I was quick on Twitter to jump on it. Way to go. Get off the field. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to stand behind their campaigns, FIFA and UEFA and all in Premier League, they should support this. For sure. But get your but facts th- right. But then, because Richards uh, also said exactly the same thing on the British broadcast, whoever has the rights. The former... Uh, uh, B- BT, I think BT have Champions League rights. Yeah, yeah it might be, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he said exactly that. Michael Richards did? Yeah, he said exactly that. Right after the game, or when they walked off, and I listened to it and I thought, okay, okay, like, like I, if it's true, like whatever, but that does make sense. And there is, when there is real, real racism, yes, that's when we're, we've, we've got to really, you know, that's when they got to crack down and have a zero tolerance uh, thing about. Um, but when I did hear that, that that could be the case and the, and it could possibly be. It absolutely could possibly. In fact, I probably think that that is the case. Yeah. Um, I don't think a fourth official would be that stupid or that outrageous to call someone by that slang name, which again yeah. I hate. I hate hearing it in songs. I hate mm. hearing. Well, you said the, I hate the hearing word my black. black friends call each other. It it makes me feel really, yeah, really like just anxious. And nobody I, I should use like, it. No, and. For, for a fourth official to use that in a public or a, a professional game, I, I just don't see yeah, it. He's absolutely. got too much to lose. Uh, you, you could be right. I mean, and there's no fans. You're, you're probably right. But so, the uh, players at this point are, are they're on this, 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 this almost trigger happy at this point. They have to be because they're so sick and tired of going through this crap on a regular basis. They're, they're yeah. waiting for the opportunity to make a statement. And it should have been made before on other occasions and altercations. And I don't know happened. if there was a moment because I don't know if they're waiting for something because they kept having these opportunities and they didn't do it. Right? They haven't. No, no, precisely. They haven't done it so far. No. Right? But it's such a. It's, it's now in, in in mainstream conversation. You know, should sports teams do this if it happens? Right? And, yeah. and but they're yeah. being guys, criticized for not doing it. You guys were the first ones to tell me too. Remember, Danny was at the MLS Championship, and that weekend before that was. Bulgaria, the English Bulgaria game, and bananas were being thrown, mm-hmm. and they 
didn't walk off the field and they didn't do That's it. That's right. Like, they gave yeah. him a fifty pound or fifty thousand dollar fine and yeah, nothing, nothing happens. So I understand. Like, I he could be totally right. Let's say let's say that is the situation with this Romanian <laughs> Romanian uh, fourth referee. official. Yeah, but at the same time, to Sharm's point, nothing's ever been done. So at least this sends a point, even if they're wrong. And I hate that then they go, oh, well, that yeah. referee gets yeah. played and it's not fair to him. But how fair has it been to anybody of color yeah. for the, you know, it, it, and, or even, and even yeah. anybody who's not of color, who's friends of the guys of color, yeah. just sitting there going, you know, nothing it's, gets done. It's right? death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. The straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, right? In, in yeah. this particular instance. Now, trouble is, this fourth official is now being mocked. And hopefully they investigate, and if he is innocent, the clubs apologize to him, mm, and they yeah. should. If he, if he that would genuinely, be awful if he genuinely, if he genuinely isn't racist too. If he was yeah. one of the like, and he was just like, which guy is it? It's uh, it's the black guy in his language, and so you know an- what I mean. I'd feel that'd so be another awful. example. That would be awful too. Another example was two weeks ago when I think Cavani scored two last minute goals against Southampton. So apparently he went on Twitter and he was talking to a friend of his in Uruguay or wherever it is That's around the right. world. And he called him by uh, a nickname, Negrito, which again in Uruguay is kind of a, a funny name for, I, yeah. I don't know. It's what derogatory it, 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 like a term of endearment almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cultural. Now we're I, remember when, of, I remember when Suarez said that and I was kind of like, Are you yeah. for, like come on, man. So we, we who, who is it that needs to be more educated on this manner? Is it the players coming into an English Premier League knowing that the word negrito or a fourth official now using the term black in his native tongue negro is very mm. similar to a very very poor word or slang word that we don't like to be is it those guys that need to be educated more and we need to do better for those foreign officials foreign players coming in mm. or is it us english speaking whether we're in england canada the us to understand the terminology and the native tongue of the players, officials that are mm. involved in the professional game. Yeah, I no. think we can jump a little bit too, uh, but the, you can you can tell it's the, the context, you know, like what they're actually, what are they actually, you know what I mean by way that they're, you know what I mean. You the can body tell language. Somebody, or, you can tell somebody, Dan, and anybody's being well, racist. What uh, my best thing is if the if he the referee is found completely innocent, but he's a complete Nazi. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just on an irony level. In their right? investigations, they yeah, discover they, that. Yeah. You are fine. You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And he's a complete Nazi. Yeah. Hates everybody. Hates everyone who's not white. That would... Those are the, that's the kind of symbolism I love. But I think in your, that in your question, be, that wouldn't be out of the question. I think you, you, we all have to educate ourselves, but I think common sense must also come into it a lot as well. Right? Yeah. The Cavani situation is common sense on both parties. Yeah. He didn't mean anything derogatory by it. Yeah. It may have been construed as that in, in yeah. taking in the wrong context, but um, yeah, educate your players, but also yeah. use some common sense too. Yeah. Yes. Like if he if he's saying that word in the face aggressively, of aggressively, yeah, it's got some context. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you're tweeting it because you like this guy and it's a term of endearment and used for that as well, whatever. Yeah, there's obviously that's fine. It's tough. It's very tough. I think <clears> we, like I say, you we, we all want the FA. We all want UEFA, FIFA to start making 
a big stand on racism. Yeah. And we've been waiting for many, many years. Yeah. Giving clubs or federations 15, 20 grand fines, 50 grand fines, mm-hmm. and still letting the same idiots in the stadium the next day yeah. or banning them for one game, but two games later, they're back there again making the mm-hmm. same chance. It doesn't do anything. I think you that know? UEFA is so worried. When we were doing the, the uh, Europa League, especially when you get all these small clubs from backwoods of all these European East European countries the chanting and the race it was just it was or how many weeks every week there was a stadium empty because they would have a they would have a just a, a ban yeah. Yeah. and that wouldn't work and they'd come back and do it again and they'd ban them again and just keep it like it's like I think they're so worried that if they actually crack down there would be a fucking fan in any of the stadiums you know, I think it's very easy to to jump on the popular narrative too. I did that. Then that, that story, I didn't read it enough. Obviously, I saw headlines and was about to bury that fourth official. So I'm glad you brought that up, Deej, because I haven't read it into it enough. It's, and yeah. that, that's my fault, and I apologise for that. But we all do it to a certain yeah. degree. Oh well, that's what everyone's talking about. He must be an arsehole. Must be racist. Actually, that hasn't been proven just yet. And it's it's not just the individual, like I like ourselves that would jump on it. It's it's more the mainstream media that plastered it everywhere yeah. straight away, and well, you just thought, it's a headline. It's, it's a, a headline for it's sure. But for me, that just that just stirs the pot even more, Craig. Yeah, it does. You know, and then it it, it causes the even more of a divide between the real racists, the people trying to curb it all, and then for the actual like black people that have faced such bad racism whether it be in yeah. grounds whether it be in everyday it just yeah. causes an even bigger divide and we're getting nowhere the shit yeah, it's this, this era this culture of just polarizing everything yeah there's no gray area it's like either you are or you're not yeah. you decide our headline is but this just way. the fact that we even have to like I honestly thought before social media hit I thought you know I think we're getting somewhere and I guess going back 200 300 years maybe we are but I think no, maybe we're not as far along as we. I watched um, the film Forty Two the other day because my boy's a big baseball player. I've told you that he loves baseball, so he the wanted Shoeless to watch Joe Jackson one. Shoeless oh, Joe, it's about Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I've seen really that. Really good yeah. movie. Talks yeah. like talks about the early years and stuff like that. And <laughs> and he asked me a good question. He said, "Dad," and I, I just could, I was stuck. He said, "Dad, why are white people racist?" He said, he's a black American playing in an American league. What, where, where does it stem from? Where does it come from? This is a 10-year-old, 11-year-old boy. And I had no idea what to say to him because I couldn't just give him the basic like, answer. Some people are idiots. They're just idiots. No. Because I didn't even know it as well. I'm like, where, where does this stem from? You can't just say it's from slavery and stuff like that. Like, it's just idiots that are so Small brainwashed. minded people, right? Small minded people. And like... But yeah, how do you explain it? I mean, there's... How do you explain it to there, a 10 there, 11 there is a great answer somewhere, right? But we don't know what it is. You can go back to slavery and before slavery and why they thought it was okay to bring those people from Africa over. You could go that and then what happened? They, they, I don't know. They, there is a great answer, though. I think from the no. United States' point of view, they ever, ever, when they came out of slavery, they never gave that black population an opportunity to buy properties or give them a chance to give them a yeah. Ever. And, and legally, and the Jim Crow. It was all set up to just pulverize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they never got out of it. They never have it. Now we're seeing the same shit now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's socio. They're trying to throw it. All, they're trying to throw it all the votes. Yeah. 
Yeah, from, from you, where? Your votes don't count. Uh, areas. Yeah. Michigan, Detroit, Because the urban centers got Trump out of power. Yeah. Right? And urban centers are predominantly black. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, just like, I'm sorry I was going off topic with baseball and stuff, yeah. but it was, you, you kind of measure how black players are treated now and how they have a lot more awareness and support around them compared to a black football player or a black baseball player trying to come through in the 40s, 50s and 60s mm-hmm. to be a professional player who are very good at their sport. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was crazy now to see. Now there's hardly any black baseball players. Well, they're coming from Dominican yeah, or what, Cuba. Why is that in the United States So when they produce so many? Yeah, it's true. Baseball players, African-American baseball players, it's not that Very many. good players as well. Yeah, the, the greatest of all time. So right? why is that now? What is it was the reason? I mean, obviously, it's not an urban sport now so much, right? Basketball is, you know, football yeah, is even as well. It's much in the rural areas. Just mm-hmm. not baseball. playing it. Right. And, and I think also... basketball and they're playing football. Yeah. I think it takes a little bit longer to establish yourself in baseball too, as, as some of the like basketball has got a little bit more of a... You're getting a little bit further quicker well, coming out of high school, you know, one year of college. The thing is... Some of the best football players were also baseball players. Russell Wilson, uh, Kylo from uh, Arizona, the quarterback. Yeah, these guys were. They just went with Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Like there are our black African American baseball players. They're just going to do other sports because they're no. such good athletes. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're just so not they're playing choosing baseball. the ones. And I would argue, yeah. you know, your career in baseball. If you've made it, can last a lot longer than football. Or well, that was Bo Jackson's fault. I yeah. mean, when he, he yeah. got injured playing He's football, playing KC, and he could have kept playing. For Screwed the him up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have played. When, for when you look at years. athletes around the world, the most you know athletes that really have um, strong advocacies for whatever it is, more and more they are predominantly black, right? LeBron James, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford, Serena Williams, Alfonso Davies, Alfonso Davies. Right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they actually have a passion and they've got, they've come from not much and to achieve something and now feel it's their place to, to use that that platform to educate. Well, it's refreshing though, isn't there's it? There's that, mean, but let's get it right. The physique and the DNA of a black man is predominantly going to be stronger, faster, fitter, better than a white guy. I'm sorry. Present company accepted. Except for you, buddy. <laughs> you're, no, you're right. I think it's, let's be honest. Yeah. It's true. Absolutely, it's true. Right. It is true. Yeah. Well, especially for athletic sports. But the other thing I was going to say, but you also have Michael Jordan, who doesn't get involved in politics. Tiger Woods doesn't get involved in politics. So there's an opportunity because there's a vacuum. Wherever mm-hmm. there's a vacuum people will move into that space. But who are the white athletes now that stand up and say, you know, follow me. You this fucking is, tell me. There aren't know. that many. Who? Tom Brady? <laughs> Jeez. No. Maga. Mr. Personality, yeah. You Jesus. Maga with a MAGA hat. But there really aren't. They're not. They aren't. They're, they're, and, but also, they don't need to. They're nope. afraid to. They're afraid to. That's the big one. They, they're afraid to because... You wouldn't be afraid to. I wouldn't be afraid to because I've come, come up and... I don't know. I was growing up in a in a different culture than than these guys. I don't think Tom Brady grew up around poor black people. 
which I did. My, my, one of my best friends I've Jenny's spoken about before. was predominantly black. Yeah. Right. No, but my point is, the vacuum, you can still be an ally. And these guys aren't even allies, and I think that's... They're, the they're scared. They're scared. You know, there's not even allies. They but, don't want to stand up for... But what are they afraid of, Craig? I think it's more they can be bothered. Of, why, why, why... No, I don't, think, nice, it's, I don't think it's the bother thing, Sean. I think I agree with Craig. They're afraid of... These these guys that are on big pedal stools, and I hate to say Tom Brady because there's some good stuff that he does as well, but they're afraid to let their sport, their not their sport, their followers, whether it be on Instagram, they're worried it be about Twitter, losing money. They're worried about losing sponsorships, yeah. everything around them. Sponsorships. Hey, remember, 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 Dan. In the in the uh, remember this when was it the summer where they went over to, everybody was going over to China and there was a GM yeah. was it at Houston Mori from Houston yeah. right with a, Houston with his massive connection with China and yep. Yao Ming yep he he was supporting the the Hong Kong protests holy shit did that hit the fan Chinese government were talking about they, well they did they stopped they they, they cut they, him off they blacked out the games that were going to be. In front of a billion Chinese people, mm-hmm. we're going to get to see these NBA players, and the Chinese government said, "Nope." Yeah, and then when they start going around asking people, even LeBron James, I think he's got a, a Nike deal. Where are those shoes made? That's right. Where are they selling them? Where he's a massive fan, making millions. Ah, you know, I don't really know much about it. And yeah. So. Not really for you, democracy. No, Kong. no. It affects my, and they go, hmm, you know, everybody talks about Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Muhammad Ali sacrificed, dude, talking about the prison term, for Christ's sakes. With the prison. Yeah, four Vietnam. years of his prime prison, stood up for exact, and he was absolutely. Did he actually go Vietnam as well? Did he go to visit the soldiers? No, no, he went to jail. He went to jail. Oh, I haven't got no quarrel with oh, those Viet Cong. Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali. No, he went to jail because he wouldn't go. Yeah. Well, he used that line, I I, why am I going to go over and kill other like poor people? I think he—I don't know yeah. if he's poor. He but said the and he, and he said the yellow man never called me the N word. That's right. <laughs> Muhammad Ali had some chutzpah, didn't he? <laughs> we're going deep here, guys. But why we're say, why we're is, in, uh... why we're in Asia? Let's talk about one of the best players. In the Premier League, well done, Hong Min Sung. Is he is a tumultuous? If you're you're voting for Player of the Year right now this season, really good segue. He should be hosting this thing. That's amazing. Yes, well done, Danny. Sharps has given up. I've given up on the media a long time ago. Um, but, working with the best champs. <laughs> but uh, Hong Min Son, if, if you are voting now, right at this point for player of the year, player of the season, he's going to get a lot of first place votes, isn't he? He's amazing. Ten goals, second yeah. in the league. Him and Harry yeah. Kane are, are doing things that we haven't seen for a long time between two players. Mm. Got this, this belief, this chemistry. You Ooh. know, it's interesting with Spurs, you know, and Mourinho and how he's gone about that because Pochettino, mm-hmm. before him, played a certain way with these same group of guys and they did okay but they didn't win anything so he's thinking well let's change it a little bit same group of guys play a different way and they believed in it it's working they they defend they, they, they're tough to break down hard to break down and then you got these guys on the break and they just go bang 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 and the chances they created how long before the players get tired of it they're like winning. Did. They're winning. 
Oh, they're not going to get tired of that. Chelsea won, scoring, and then the next year they gave up on Mourinho. They still created like five great chances in the first half. But what a goal he scored, by the way. What a goal. Huh? Like to, to do that on the run and put that in the top corner. He hasn't got a weakness, has he? And he was a decent distance out. Was he 20, 25 at least? 25, yeah. And he's and he just, just so damn well likable. Yeah. Exactly. He always seems to be playing with like with a smile on yeah, his face. He really yeah. is. Like we, we talk yeah. about players, he genuinely yeah, is. He, yeah. he, you can see, he genuinely just loves playing playing football. Would there be an easier player to manager in the, in the Premier League than him? I, I think he would be this, the dream player. You're well, never going to have him catch him coming out of a brothel. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's, he's like. I remember going squeaky. Remember why going, not? It's it's crazy. Because I remember Dan Wong as an Asian who, who frequents brothels. <laughs> hey, excuse me. <laughs> He Why closed, not? He closed that door. Because <laughs> because he's Hung Ming's son. He's not Dan Wong. That's why. But it was interesting. I went to... I went We're to not s- talking about you. I'd be like, he would be totally caught. He'd be crawling out of it. How many Dan Wong photographs and posters <laughs> on, the, on the walls of Korean kids around the... <laughs> but I went to Germany about four years ago. And I visited Stuttgart for two... I think I was there for 10 days. It was really interesting to see the dynamics there. I spoke to... Everyone from the head coach down to academy coaches, academy director, scouting, and oh, this is for work. This is for work. It's part of a, a coaching uh, course I was on, and the scouting department was was crazy because they had one or two Asian players there. One was from Korea, one was from Japan, and my my question to him was, why is there so many like Japanese and and Asian players in the Bundesliga? And he said to be truthful and honest with you they are the easiest players to deal with you don't get any drama they work their bollocks off they're very Mm -hmm. disciplined they're very respectful and they're also players that you can develop and sell on you have to remember that Sonny left Korea when he was 16 years old Mm -hmm. to go and join Hamburg he went through the youth system at Hamburg went to uh, the pros was bought by Bayern Leverkusen and then sold for big, big money to Spurs. What, what was the price, do you remember, from Leverkusen to Spurs? I think, I'm sure it's around 20 20 plus. around there? What's he worth now? 70? With, with the current market? Oh, well, forget the, yeah, forget the depressed market right he's now. He's 28 but. years old now, so <laughs> exactly. COVID he's, market? he's got another good four Two, years, three, three four years yeah. in him. Yeah. But also, and we've spoken about this before, Craig, like with other Korean players that have come over to the Premier League, the marketing... And branding that you will get in Asia if you have a mm. stellar player that comes over. Harry, Harry brought the goalkeeper, the Japanese goalkeeper. Kau, was it Kawaguchi, Kau, I think? Yeah. Fucking awful. <laughs> awful. Had a couple Did of you sell many shows? You know, international games in the summer, you know, in the sunshine and get touched. It's a foul. He's down on the south coast part of the visit. Fucking wind's blowing. He said he was fucking awful. But does he sells a couple shirts? Though. Does a half decent player from Asia get more of a chance than a half decent guy from Brighton, just because yes. of the marketing yes, potential? Yes, of course, of course. You don't think there's an NBA team would love to have a Chinese player? The market in China and how much they love basketball. And the, was Yao, how, how good was Yao Ming? Good Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. He is a will be Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's, if you see Shaq was one of the guys who introduced him into the Hall of Fame he just said I didn't know what I he thought he was going to school him and he didn't realize how strong Yao was so mm-hmm. I mean but Yao is a company man and when I say company I mean he's a full on 
you know, he's part of the communist China. Is he there? He's, he's living yes. there now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's part of the Is that part of the deal? Like, yeah, you go over there. You do your thing. Then you come back here. Yeah. And because Basically. Houston and the connection, they were like one of the biggest, you know, and then they just went, cut them off. But you can still see <clears> Houston. <throat> I know we're digressing, but Houston still, each they're one of the biggest when it's uh, Chinese New Year. They have the Chinese New Year commercials and all yeah, that, yeah, right? And yeah. they do a lot in Golden State too, in Oakland. Everybody's doing it. They are, but in those yeah, Golden areas, State had a. Yeah, it was actually really cool. I Houston like Houston and the San Francisco area because there's so many Asians. So many Asians. So yeah. you're, you're, it's a win-win. Yeah. So. Is Yao the greatest um, Asian professional athlete in any sport that we've seen? I mean, the Suzuki, most, who's a baseball? The, the most noted? Players. The um, most, like, yeah. Suzuki. Suzuki, right? Would be Suzuki was Suzuki. big, yet. Pro- right More now, so than Yao? Dude, I don't know. Well, the marketing's bigger because Yao was 7'4", seven, seven, 7'6". Seven, massive. And it had 8 billion people. Suzuki, exactly. right, like, Suzuki's in the Hall of Fame, too, right? Like, but yeah. baseball's also bigger in Asia than basketball. In, well, well, right. well, basketball is bigger in China. Baseball is bigger in Japan. Yeah. Japanese have a very strong uh, professional game. And those guys were kind of like in a position, too, where they were always kind of like Canada in football. They're not, they're, they're, they'll never be able to play in the major leagues. So the Asian, the Asian, it took a long time before there was a, you know, then there was a couple came over and it was like, oh, hold on a minute. They can play. But if you, I know you're a big Seattle guy, <clears throat> so if you ever watch Suzuki's best of highlights, that little cat could run but he had the craziest arm that's why they kept him in right field all the time yeah because yeah. you always move your weakest arm to the left field right this guy was throwing people out right to the end it was yeah. ridiculous <laughs> he, he was a little dude he, he would get base hits on infield infield all the time yeah. because he was if you ever watch the highlight of this guy hitting he would be hitting the ball on the run he's left-handed and he would or was he a switch hit? I don't think he was, was he? Uh, Predominantly remember. left-handed? Anyway, so he'd be almost running when he's hitting it. And he would just hit one infield, and he's so fast, they, they, he would get infield hits all the time. I think he has a record for infield hits. I remember reading um, Sir Alex Ferguson's book as well, and he said that when he signed Park, Park Ji-sung? Yeah, Park Ji-sung. When he signed him for Manchester United, the club elevated to a new level. And it's not just because he was a fantastic player, very, very mm-hmm. good, um, added a lot of spice to that team, a lot of, like, just his work rate was unbelievable, but the way the club was elevated off the field, yeah. so he just, he didn't believe that one player could do that. Do you remember the first, I remember when we were playing and over there, and the, the first trip they took in the off-season to China, I think we're, on, we're one of the first, with Beckham, and it shocked even the players how popular it was. Just incredibly popular. Thousands of people at the airport and hotel and just, it was just craziness everywhere they went. The Beatles. Right? Pretty much, I think you described it as being fitting like a beetle. Yeah. You get out of the hotel, you get off the team bus and you just swarmed. Yeah. Swarmed. Yeah. And we've got Dan Wong. Uh, The greatest Asian (laughs) in this garage. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we got. We had that once with a, uh, a Russian player. We had the first, Ipswich had the first Russian player that actually was allowed to leave and sign. His name is Sergei Baltacha. His daughter ended up being uh, the best British or one of the best British tennis players. She passed away. 
and I remember her. She was just a, you know, baby. But Sergey comes over, not a lick of English, and part of the deal was we had to go back to uh, the USSR. This is 1989, and play in. We flew into the deep bowels of Ukraine, which was still USSR, right? All over the freaking place, these small places. But Sergey Baltasha, he was like. Elvis frickin' Presley. Really? Yeah. Played for the USSR. Really a communist guy, too. Like, still was kind of. Like, they believed in the... In, in Did he sell in England as well, Craig? Yeah, or? yeah. He's still there, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I think his wife was a shot putter for Russia or something. Like, yeah. Olga? <laughs> Perfect wife? name. Olga. Wife? What? His wife? wife? Yeah. Yeah. So Sergey so Sergey played for the uh, USSR. Did you say no, wife? No, he said <laughs> wife. Just I'm just envisioning that era shot putters oh, from right. that part of the yeah, world. I know she she was a She had a peepee. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm insinuating. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, they did end up getting a divorce, but he was a great guy. He was a great guy. He showed us a great time and Kiev. Woo. Well, can imagine. Time. Can you tell us any stories? No. All no, right. One day, um, day maybe. These had a great Maybe on our Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next week, Christmas next week, special. Christmas. Yeah. Year ender. Yep. Uh, another great segue to follow on Dietrich's segue. Um, Paolo Rossi was not Asian, but he was an absolute legend of Italian football. I remember it. And he died this one past week. 64 years of age. Really sad. And it's, he was, I mean, 82, I don't remember that World Cup. I remember him though. So I was at the age where he was making the news mm-hmm. and I didn't watch the World Cup. I was, was a kid. First and first one. Yeah. yeah, and even when you come to Canada and you're speaking to non-football people, for some reason, Paolo Rossi is a guy that they'll often bring up as a name. Is, was Paolo Rossi any good? And he was great for that World Cup, at least for, what, three or four games of it? Six yep. goals, yeah. won the championship, Deech. You came up in an Italian family. Paolo Rossi probably was a, a very popular figure. Big time. And, yeah. I mean, we lost uh, Diego Maradona a couple of weeks back, who's a, another legend. But someone that made me cry for a different reason. But um, Paolo Rossi was my first hero, really was. Because as Craig said, it was, it was my first World Cup I really remember. Like, I think I was like six, seven years old. Yeah. But um, my dad's obviously a, a big Italia fan, big Milan fan as well. I remember him jumping around the house. I remember him jumping around the house and being very nervous and anxious. But... Mm-hmm. The game against Brazil when he gets the hat trick and he just puts Brazil away by himself was was it still gives me goosebumps now. And I saw some clips on Twitter and stuff yesterday. And it just goes to show like there's there's certain players and Italy had a couple of them actually that were fantastic at tournaments. Scalacci. Toto Scalacci as well. Right. But didn't really have like a great career. But mm-hmm. come tournament time and the Italians are renowned for it. Yeah. They don't pl- play particularly well early on, but they grind it out and they find a way to get to the final. And they, they, at the right time, isn't it? And and that 82 team, there were some fantastic players on there. You talk mm. about Giannini, Tardelli, guys like that, Zoff, that were like proper, proper It was guys. that tournament Tardelli scored, wasn't it, when he got that yeah. runaway, the famous... The famous so Rossi scores the first yeah. goal in the World I Cup mean, final just, against Germany. See, I remember that, just going, fuck, like just... Romance of the sport, oh, right? Exactly. It's images. Yeah, the it images. It's just crazy, but again... Plus beating the Germans. Being the Germans. Everyone <laughs> wanted to beat the Germans. Right? And Italy didn't play that well. I, like Even no. from a young age, I, I remember my dad like hammering them, saying, we're not going nowhere. They squeaked for, I think, against Poland. It's but, a tournament. It's a tournament. Look at Portugal a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
That's you know? the beauty of sport, though, right? You can be, you can hate your team for the majority of this one month tournament, hate them, and ah, oh, you're killing me. And then one or two games, and just you'll never Eng- forget how great they were. I yeah. wish England could be like that in tournaments. Well, they they do. They're yeah, almost know, there, right? right? They're almost there. They piss us off for the tournaments. They get that part down really well. Yeah, they really but annoy get us. Get to the them. tournament, yeah, and they get hand guarded. It's just the other part they're not so good at. <laughs> <laughs> or they or they get to penalty shootout and they just shit themselves. <laughs> and now the bill because they're. They're actually poor at it. Like they just the next group that comes up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it's in the heads already. It's in their heads. They gotta they gotta try and win a couple here. To, the record isn't very good. I'm good, thanks, JC. JC's offering us beers. Yeah, Amsterdam. Um, that was a yeah. yeah one, one of those one of those names that just stand out. Time like a few weeks of time. Put that guy in. Yeah, on the money. Really, who are they? You know for I mean? you, who are those names that just kind of when you hear the name, it just resonates. You know, Pelle Rossi, Pelle, obviously Maradona, mm-hmm. Franz Beckenbauer does it for me as well. Johan Cruyff. Cruyff, not just great yeah. players, but there's, there's something about that name. Even when I wasn't a big football fan per se, or I didn't know much about football, some say I still don't. Bobby Charlton, but, uh, they, the Bobby Charlton, Clint, they Clint, stood man. out, right? Yeah, I love that in it's sport in general, Mario. right? In sp- uh, I forget his name. Ah, so. <laughs> 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 That's what I was suggesting here. No, I do. Baggio. Okay, Baggio. Right, exactly. Oh. Yeah, but Baggio. why do you remember him? <laughs> On all the all the wrong reasons. Right over the top. And there, yeah, and there was ponytail. an unbelievably good player. That Best a, player in the world. That was a U.S. World Cup, huh? Mm-hmm. He had a better career than Apollo. Uh, Apollo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apollo, Apollo Creed. Creed. <laughs> yeah. He had five Apollo Rossi. <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo. Right. V. Ronaldo. Yeah. Fat v Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Fat Ronaldo. What a player! Yeah, but again, another name that it's just—it's something about it reverberates, right? Phil Bab. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to say uh, that the <clears throat> being a, a young cat growing up and and knowing football just sort of at, like in passing, it's the one name guys that really stuck out. Like you said, like Ronaldo, Rivaldo, like Ronaldinho. Like just having one name, it's like they're like superheroes. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, even oh, though they yeah. have about eight names, well, that's true. But they're known as one name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you got a really difficult name to pronounce, yeah, is that why they do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those Brazilian a name dudes, is not so just many names. names. Yeah, it's surnames. It's <laughs> Christian names. It's all thrown into one. That's why I think you mixer. should just be known as Shaman from now. Shaman, yeah bit late for that now though isn't it that, just shaman just shaman yeah charm that might see my, my career just like blossom, blossom charmo be the best pie man Charming. in town <laughs> I was going to say he's the softest person I know mm-hmm. yes I know and you, yes and you can squeeze me yeah. yada 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 yeah. never heard that Soft before back. have we Jesus need more charmin <laughs> um Alfonso just, should we just go with Alfonso rather than Alfonso Davies yeah just Alfonso Fonzie Fonzie that's all he has to go by alright should he feel he he doesn't feel ripped off because it's Alfonso Davis? He's just such a he's a cool cat. But should football fans feel pissed off that he didn't get it all by himself? The Lou Marshall award? No, that? no. You think uh, Lauren Duvernay Tarif deserved it? You know what? The whole package of the man. Yeah, but isn't it athlete of the year? I mean, how did they break this award up? That's a question for me. It was always Lou Marsh was about the best athlete. Mm-hmm. For Canada, I got no issues year. with it. You're just trying to stir the shit. <laughs> no, I'm really not because I mean, I, I mean, I've got a picture of my you, shoulder. Like most voted, football, have you voted before? Oh Christ! Yes, you, you have. Yeah. Have you for Lou Marsh? Have you I've never voted, voted for what? Trudeau? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I voted before. What are you talking about? No, for Lou Marsh. No, no for I haven't. Lou Marsh. No. We did. Oh, I used Trump. Trump. 
vote for yeah. Trump? Because Sportsnet, we would all Mega. Day, they were we were part of the the voting thing for it. Really? Yeah. 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 Huh. What, 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 sorry, what is the Lou Marshall Award? What's, it, what's oh, the equivalent of it? Athlete. Is it like the personality, sports no. personality of the year? Craig? Well, no, because yeah, that's personality that's of the, the year. That's the difference, though, right? This is that's top Canadian athlete. But personality in, can encompass like obviously in any sport. In any sport. Like right. curling. Yeah. Tree, yep, swimming, anything. Yeah. Keep hockey. Sports <laughs> you hawk. <laughs> yeah. Moose hunting. <laughs> Moose knuckles. Hey, if you get voted in. How do you get voted in? Tell, tell me the process. No, there's a there's the, a selection the, panel. There's a selection panel. I don't think. I mean, like, maybe it's changed. This one had there's 31 people. Like 37. Oh, is that right? Yeah, 37. Right. Yeah. And it went 18 votes for Fonzie, 18 for the the other dude, and one vote went for uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, and the guy admitted it. He said, "I voted for Jamal." Well, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yes. The guy. Sorry. I mean, what I do you? Know. Nothing is Jamal Murray. What a great story! But great come story. on, not no. Yeah. But I, I was speaking to our boy Arash Madani. He votes on it, right? And yeah. you know, I was telling him how us football fans have got big chips on our shoulder, and we're going to get angry about this thing regardless because we're so slighted every year, anyway. But he goes to you know, me. He he agree with me. But he goes, you know, this uh, must be Laurent Duvani Tarif, right? He's okay. this great person, human being. But that almost overshadowed. He was also a great athlete who won a Super Bowl. Right, and people aren't talking about that so much. They're saying, "Oh, he shouldn't have got it because it's not just about that." Well, that's still a big part. You won a Super Bowl. It's pretty impressive. Well, that's but it's not a Champions played League. Played football in the league I played. Played at McGill against you. No, it'd, it'd be amazing. <laughs> some fifty-year-old. Yeah, that's right. But uh, came up to the same system I did, and was good enough to get looked by NFL teams, mm. and. And, get, a degree and in get a medical degree from McGill at the same time. So, yeah. you know, when you talk about athleticism, and the thing is about these big guys who play O-line and D-line, they are basically cornerbacks, and, you know, the best athletes are these big guys. Everyone mm-hmm. always thinks they're not. These guys have Why great, are they the best athletes? Great footwork, amazing talent. Yeah, what's strength, the what's strength, footwork? Size. They're bent over and they're thinking on their tiptoes. No, just, uh, for the for seven seconds, they have to push them away. For, for offensive linemen, it's all about footwork and handwork. So you literally are always on yes. your feet. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Oh, exactly. yeah, it's hard to shuffle. <laughs> well, it is. You've seen Shams on the disco floor? Pounds. <laughs> listen, listen, I know they're great athletes, right? For this, for the, way, the size of men that they are, it's incredible what they do, but that's just that's not... No, blown no, out at, proportion. Look, I agree. This is not Floyd look, Mayweather. I, yeah, I would vote yeah, for Alfonso uh, Davies. Did this guy, right. There's five of us. There's five of us in here. Who would you have voted for? Hold on. Did this guy start for the Chiefs and yes, yes. like he's yeah. a starting player? Yes. yes. Yeah. He's good. And then at the end of it, he's like, "No, I'm going to go." Yeah, no. I, I've seen what he's done right. during COVID and gone back into the hospital. And yeah. he, did he take a yeah. sabbatical yeah, this year? He, he dropped yeah. like two mil. He could have. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's one sport he's a, where he's you could a, go back. Obviously, and a play. great human being. If you left a, foot, a year Not out of football, you, he would struggle, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. To get back into a room, especially yeah. the hospital food. Good again. Okay. Well, we know where Sharms goes with this. You would have voted for Afonso. No, Kadisha Buchanan. What? I'm joking. She, she's great though too. I, tell you, I, tell you. I would have voted for Fonzie. Yes. Yeah. Craig. Oh, for Fonzie for sure. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> you understand. Everybody, everybody's pissed off. But they, you he, understand. He, they could, he could have not got voted in at all. It wouldn't have surprised me if Fonzie didn't get nothing. Who won last year? Andrescu? Bianca? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with 2000, you. 2000, I got beat by a wrestler. Yeah, a wrestler. I'm with you, Craig. I'm, I'm surprised a soccer player. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised a soccer player got that many votes. 
Exactly. So it shows you well, how far. I think how four far, of the top five were soccer players. How far the, the media has come. Christine really? and Kadisha. And Christine and won Fonzie. in 2012. So in the last eight years, you got two, and that's the only two in there. But it's a dumbass award because Christine, with all the respect in the world for Christine Sinclair, and this year she became the all-time leading scorer, that's why she got votes. She shouldn't have got votes otherwise. She's not the same Christine Sinclair as she was three or four years ago. But she got votes right. for Canada's Best. And sorry, right. yeah. with all the respect in the world, you're not that good yeah. anymore. Well, you could say the same back in the day about Gretzky because I think Gretzky won four in a row or something like that. And, you know, there was times when... Actually, I think that was the last time Gretzky got a tie as well. I think in 82. Wait a second. I just, I'm stupid. still a little amazed. Craig Forrest was up for the Lou Marsh Award. In Damn right. And he should have been. 2000. That was, a, was that the gold medalist though, right? Olympics, wasn't it? Was it a WWF wrestler? Could you imagine? A gala, wasn't it? A gala, right? <laughs> Guys from PC. It's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Did you get beat yeah. by Chris Jericho? <laughs> That's <No>. huge. <laughs> hit, hit man, Bret Hart. The Undertaker. Can you, you imagine in 2000, no, Canadian. if on. a Canadian <laughs> soccer on, goalkeeper Kenny. won the Lou Marsh, yeah. the, the country would have been rioting on the streets. Mm. <laughs> with your mullet? You couldn't have won with a mullet. <sighs> no mullets of win the Lou Marsh. No, it was a Gallo. It was a weak year. It was a Gallo that won it that year, right? Stephen the Gallo, the wrestler. Daniel. So. Yeah. yeah, Daniel. So. Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. yeah, he was a great story. Yeah, great story. Great story, and won a gold medal, right? Yeah, yeah. Craig, I think he got put in the Canada Sports cup. Hall of Fame too. I think it was <laughs> gold cup, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, Dan. <laughs> Had to be North you know, Korea. That, that, that's one thing when you come out of Canada and everybody's like, oh, Olympics to this. And I remember I was sitting next to Carl Lang in, a, in an event and they were going, oh, we have an Olympian in the house. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Women, our women, our, of course, our women right. play in the Olympics. It was never a pinnacle. It's kind of like when McElroy didn't go to the Olympics for golf. He's kind of like, yeah. it's golf's on. I want the masters. I want the, I want the majors. Uh, yeah. He had no interest in the gold medal. But the Olympics is big over here, huh? In Massive. Canada. Yeah. For soccer or just in general? No, just, just in, in general. general. The Winter Olympics are especially. Yeah, but the Olympics is not. Yeah. In England, like. Summer is, though. It's Summer's a specialized big. sport, like your track and field and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like C- Craig said, like, you ask a, a footballer to go and play in the Olympics. He's like, uh, I'd rather go to Ayanapa or yeah. I'd rather go. <laughs> Where is Ayanapa? Where is this? It's a little island. Fuck knows. I just got on a plane and went there. Like Fuck knows. Isn't, isn't that Greece? Fuck knows. No, it's like Greece or Cyprus. No, Cyprus. Fuck knows. Fuck knows. It's a little island of Greece. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. But the Olympics and it's is under 23 for men, oh, it's just, it's a nice beer. which I think is good. They should for for like yeah. football. They should say. Under 21s yeah. or under 23s, that's where you're yeah. sending and your And it used to be hard under 23, and then they started allowing one or two overage players if you qualified. Because I was going to play in Sydney. If Canada qualified, I, I said I would I would play it as an overage player. Yeah. Would you still? I could probably, probably make it. For one game. <laughs> you think? The whole game? Some good no, it's yeah. good, good Canadian keepers coming through now. Even Dane Sinclair yeah. just missed out with Minnesota and getting to the MLS final this weekend. We should mention that, I suppose. Right. Good player. Sounders Played Columbus. Born for a long time as well. He went to uh there's a Yukon, I think. Yeah. There's a segue. Yeah, it's a great segue. To your forty picks. 
It's the footy picks, it's the footy picks. picks. Win, lose, no draw. With footy prime. (laughs) Very well done. I like that. (laughs) Sponsorship. Sponsorship. You can sponsor footy picks. Think about that. You can. In fact, we've got a sponsor today. Yeah, hey, we, do, but we did well yeah, last yeah, but week. We can still say, we did well. this is Footy Picks brought to you by... We got one wrong, I think. No. We did. Um, we got West Ham Man United. Grack. It was a draw for so it's long. Well. Well, you know what? Well, 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 how about we talk one person at a time well. here? First, for 60 minutes. minutes? Yeah. Like, really, they just it was that quality different... Like, it's just... They had their chances to... In the first half, when they should have been three up, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you got to take them. They missed a big chance when they could have made it 2-0. The header... Yeah. No, sorry, which uh, game is this? Sorry, across the box, West Ham, Man United last oh. week. That's the only game me and Craig got run last week. And if ProLine want to approach myself or Craig, then they yeah. can speak to our well, producer they don't want agent. To talk to us we're, we're giving away winners. Okay, we're going to start right. this over again. Footy picks, it's the footy, footy picks, it's the footy, footy picks. Way footy prime. Wing lose, wing lose, win lose or draw. <laughs> okay, first game. All right, first game today. We got Manchester United against Man City. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester Derby. Throw away the form book. Ooh. United <laughs> well, just coming off a bad. Crashed out of the Champions are. League. Paul Pogba's on his way out. The agent's going all nuclear in the all media. All hairs going like Craig's. <laughs> <laughs> if City... Okay, first of all, let's get your picks. Man, you Man City, what's it going to be? It is going to be... Draw. No, I'm. You know, I'm taking City on the road. Score two to one. Deitch City. Oh, you two, eh? Three one. Does Orly survive this loss? Did you? Or do you want to talk about our picks last week? Well done, fellas. Jeez. Uh, I took two nil Spurs. Yeah, it was two nil. Two nil Spurs. Deitch took four nil. It could have been four nil. Uh, could have been easily. Chelsea. Leeds was it? Yeah, yeah. Three took three two. One. It was three one. That's right. And you said two nil. Two nil. Was, yeah. That's two. There's two goals. Three one. Yeah, it was and close. The first one was Man United West Ham. Man United West Ham. We right. said draw. Was, United said draw. Both said draw. So you're both wrong, but good pick. Fuck the way that game went. Yeah, was, that was a good one. Yeah, it was a weird, weird game. So we got Man City, Man United. I got Man City. Craig's got Man City. What's your score? Three. Three one. 3-1, all right. Everton, Chelsea at Goodison. Oh, Everton, jeez. Chelsea. Everton on that slippery slope, huh? But they're they're going to get out of it eventually. Just shows when you're early in the season talking about the up-and-comers. Arsenal playing really well. And look at Everton. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Fast yeah. forward six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the young boy's still scoring goals. Chelsea played midweek. Everton have had a little mm-hmm. rest. I think Jaimez will come out in this game against. See, he started off well, yeah, and now he, and now he's like found he's playing the way I thought he would play. I'm going to go against Craig here. I'm going to go Everton. That's what I mean. I think they could come out of it. But points that's to it. Got some score lines here. I said two to one. Two one. I will go one nil, Everton. All right. Close game. MLS Cup final this weekend. Whoa. Sounders once again in the final. Mm, Columbus, amazing. So it's nil nil. Who wins on penalties? <laughs> no kidding. Give a Bez, by the way, Bez Pachenko. Yep, and Jamie done a great job there. Bez, it's his hometown team as well. Mm-hmm. Ohio guy. I don't know. Like at home, 
it's a shame that they can only have 2,000 fans in the stadium as well for Isn't a final. It? Hey, there's once upon a time they would have been I'm taking the dreaming Sounders. for that. You're taking Sounders? I just, you can't bet against them, man. They're just like, Mm-hmm. We said in MLS, they play, they play. They play a nice, like a. It's very attractive brand of football. They were lucky. They, I wouldn't say they were lucky, but they were very fortunate. They were two 0 down, yeah. sixty five minutes. Yeah, at home. You enjoying the one offs? Yes, much better. I'm going for Columbus. More. I'm going to stick behind Bez. Points. Columbus on penalty kicks. <laughs> you know, Gregor. <laughs> What did I, I already said, said that, didn't I? You said you're going to take the Sounders. Sounders, did I not give a score? No, uh, you just said me, I'm assuming. No, you didn't. No, I wasn't listening. 2-1. <laughs> Fair enough. And there is footy picks. Footy picks. It's footy picks. On footy plans. Sponsor us. Such fucking idiots. You <laughs> <laughs> really are. Speaking of sponsorship... Very exciting moment oh. now for the podcast. Oh um, I'm so excited. We are going to have our debut segment. It's called Unboxing... Unboxing? Unboxing. Unboxing Thursdays. Say that on YouTube. We're going to unbox a package sent to us by our lovely friends at Ong Rock, who uh, deal in all sorts of paraphernalia. We're going to empty this box and decide exactly what Hold on, this box is. is giving me nightmares. Have you watched Seven? The, yeah, have you watched the movie Seven? <laughs> Open the box! Open the box! What's in the box? even here. What's in that box? No. That's exactly what I said yeah. to Tassie when she when was last time? You, when was last time? Did, said, when did you see Claire last seven. time? Uh, four days ago. <laughs> uh oh. He's been on a bender. What color's the hair again? What color's the hair again? That's exactly oh. what I said. Two Here we go. Craig is opening yeah. the box. Just to let pounds. you know about Seven. <laughs> the bigger this. Okay. I went to watch Seven in the movies and uh, came out of Seven at the end when all the like yeah. names are coming down and stuff. Yeah. And I turned to my missus. I went, "What was like? What happened? Like, yeah. she went, you didn't get it. I went, obviously not." <laughs> <laughs> It's a very complex storyline. Sometimes it comes down like, so what happened? Like, it's, it's high quality stuff, this. It's beautifully packaged. Two piece. Ooh, two piece grinder. That's another little grinder. There's more. So if you're, if you're searching for the perfect present for that Mr. or Mrs. Perfect, and you maybe quite, you need a wood rolling tray. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. On Rock. Or on Rock. Pull, really pull, that, out there. pull that open. On Rock.com. O N G R O K.com. This is great. Can I put a little platter on there? Like. Salami and cheeses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a four-piece grinder. <laughs> charcuterie board. Four-piece. Four the best. This is the best well, Christmas present ever. So the well, I don't know about exactly, but the very bottom will be when you grind. There's a certain amount of like crystals come off, and it'll it'll drop right. The finest will drop right to the. They are really good, apparently, in your edibles. The crystals. I could I be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure about it. Craig's <laughs> oh, Look at this. This oh, is beautiful. That, that's what I heard. Nice. This is the um, the rolling block. It's fantastic. It's gorgeous. You it's can a rolling tray. Roll your your dubs or have a nice charcuterie board. Either or. Some uh, okay. sopressat. You put some cheese on there. Yeah, cheese. What's it Salute. all for? Anything like mortadelle. <laughs> What's it? Projot. Great Fantastic. gifts. Great gifts. Ongrocks.com. No kidding, eh? Like, what a great... Like, actually, really good gifts. They're excellent. Outstanding. Thank you, yeah. Onrock. Yeah, thank I, you very much. Because of you, Onrock, I won't remember a thing about this Christmas. 
<laughs> Hopefully not. Maybe we should. Here, well, this year. I'm going to open a couple of these up. Just what have a, a little crazy look. year. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what this air It has been a crazy year. Did we have anything? Oh, yeah. We have to promo next week. Yes, our, our Christmas party. End. Christmas party. Um, so we've gone through onrock.com. We have gone through Amsterdam beer. Footy picks. We Footy picks we've gone through. Um, our thanks as always to DeanBlandell.com for being a champion of us. Um, oh, Dine and Dash podcast now on Saga960. Home also to our good friends Mike Richards and Dave Bastel. That's right. Mm. They were ta- They mentioned you. Yep. Yeah, good lads. This morning. Yep. Two of my uh, favorites. I, I dropped... On the interview, I, I, I didn't drop, but I, I made Jeff Cole do his best uh, say yes to the dress uh, line. So I'm going to make him do it right now, too. Please do. And we got okay. a mention in Shams's favorite newspaper in England, The Sun, uh, right. this week as well. That's, we That's right, yeah. To all our new listeners in England. That's right. That's right. Footy You're going to love us. You're going to love us. Love us. Yeah. Yep. I want to hear this. Uh, why don't you do it on the out? We'll say goodnight to this with uh, you doing your best. Say yes to the dress. Was he? You got, you got okay. a Christmas Carol? That's brilliant. Yeah. No, say it, it was one of his shows. He voiced over. Oh, your missus may have watched. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a thing. Okay, let's see it. Let's hear it, Jeff. Oh, is this it? Are we going out? Is this is it? it? Okay. <clears throat> so I'll just okay. So. Craig, James, and Danny said yes to this episode of Footy Prime, the podcast. That's how I said it. Is that how you did it? Yeah. Basically. So you kind of you... how did you do it with uh, with the with the real dress? Like, give me a line from the. Oh, and I'm going to use Craig. Craig says yes to this beaded on tool drop waist by Maury Lee. <laughs> and I had to do yeah. You like, and I, I had to do I that. Miss something. I was so preoccupied with all this <laughs> stuff. toys. Craig's yeah. new toys are going very excited. Uh, air filter like. like... <laughs> Exhale in. So you had to like really embellish the campness in your voice for this show. In for lack of a better. Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm, not, I'm not being. Yes. Oh no, hundred percent disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you, I did. It's very well done. Thank you. It sounded amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got it. What I got that gig when I was hammered drunk. <laughs> How? Well, I was I had, was celebrating getting another gig, and my agent called and said, with, "Hey, with Kiefer Sutherland, or was that a different? This is a different one. I mean, believe it or not." But I got a call from my agent. like, hey, are you going to audition? Are you going to send in your audition? I'm like, for what? They're like, for this show. I'm like, what show? They're like, say yes to the dress. I'm like, oh, shit. So I looked it up, and I had like six minutes to get it in. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? So I went online, and I looked up dress tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> and they were all kind of narrated, or the person talking about it just had that sort of timbre in their voice. Timbre. It's like, well, this is timbre. There's this a word. beautiful, this Great beautiful hey, Danny, have you ever heard of that word tooling. before? I've never heard of that word. And I'm word like, okay. So I just did it that Tambourine. way. And then I got it. For a man that's never read a book, his vocabulary is really good. Timber. That's, that's from listening with my ears, etc. Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's a different way of learning. This is true. I mean, you know, everybody's better than, better than book way. learning. That's true. Huh? Better than book learning. Yeah. Than really. their book books. learnings. All those smart people. <laughs> All those smart people who <laughs> read books. Book. Yeah. Like, like um, I was going to say Matt Letizia, yeah, like Graham Lasso. <laughs> Actually, says a few uh, crazy I things. I just like to hear Danny say softbacks again. <laughs> <laughs> but Graham Lasso was, was always bullied in football, is. right? For reading books. Is it a whale? Okay, <laughs> 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 Sharps, put us out, brother. Put us Please, out. Hold on. Out of, out of it's our last show next week. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. 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 So what day, what day? Wednesday or Thursday? Well, Craig is starting a new job, so I thought maybe the Thursday so we'd only have one day of being hungover. 
It's Christmas time. I we're going to do Friday. I can't do Friday. It's Christmas yeah, We have to do a Thursday night. Okay. I'm bringing, I'm bringing okay. my turntables and my speaker and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Maybe, turn, maybe two turntables and a microphone. Do it. Great song, by the way. Where it's at. What do you mean, great song? We're going to just play one song? No. <laughs> what shop just Over said? and over. Beck. Oh, was it Beck? Yeah. It's too long. Yeah. Um, so next, perhaps next Thursday, there might be a show. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Um, it's going to be questions. our end of year party. We're going to be getting drunk and probably smoking some spliffs yeah. and listen to good music. And um, that's probably about it. That's about it. We would love to invite you to join us and perhaps next year we can. Well, you can join us online. There you go. Yep. We'll go live. We'll go live. We'll go live. Yeah. We're going live. We'll, put it on, uh, we'll do it live. On Facebook. Fuck it, party. we'll do it live. Hope, you, hope we get more than eight <laughs> listeners and viewers. This is live. Live, live to tape. Live to tape. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This has been a special one, hasn't it? Hope you enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next uh, year as we say goodbye to this year. Next no, year, dickhead. I don't know what I'm saying. Jesus. Is it 18th or something? It's 17th? a great idea to start drinking during these shows, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> See you next Bye. Week. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.